Taina Asili created the multimedia production Fever Pitch, which was performed at the Linda on January 27th. The dance, music, and projection part of this performance was followed by this community conversation. All right, everyone, welcome back. Did you all like the show? Thank you. I look forward to sharing it with you again as we continue to grow it. There's so much yet to be done. But an important piece of this show is this community conversation. So I'd like to introduce Merton Simpson of SHARE, Sheridan Hollow Alliance for Renewable Energy. We have Elisha Bacon of Berkshire Taconic Community Foundation, Xanthe Plymail of Fridays for Future, and Leah Penniman of Soul Fire Farm. Leah, if you don't mind starting, and we'll make our way this way, if you could just please introduce yourself by sharing your name, your pronouns, and providing a brief overview of your involvement in climate justice within our local community. Uh, my name is Leah Penniman. I use all pronouns. I'm co-founder and farm director at Soul Fire Farm in Grafton, New York, just about 40 minutes from here. Soil is an incredible reservoir of carbon. Colonization destroyed 50% of the soil organic matter through tillage and industrial farming. And we have found that in just 10 years, you can put all of that back using Afro-Indigenous regenerative methods. So our job as farmers is to call the carbon, call the life back into the soil. And also to make sure that community members who are surviving food apartheid are fed, that we're training and equipping and inspiring the rising generation of black and indigenous farmers, and that we're encouraging the public to get involved in defense of the earth and all those who care for the earth. Um, so I'm Xanthi or Zan, I use they them pronouns. I'm 22 years old and right now I'm representing Fridays for the Future, uh, local chapter for Capital District New York. We, we started actually a couple months ago this year and what we're hoping to do is to gather really young people, so college age people, people attending school. The UN technically defines a young person as anyone under 35 years old, but we welcome everybody to get out of their head and more into the area, um, we strike every Friday at the New York State Capitol currently. Uh, my name is Elisha Bacon, and I go by she or they pronouns. I'm currently with Berkshire Taconic Community Foundation, and so I'm transitioning out of climate justice um, with Mothers Out Front into a realm where I'm actually providing funding directly to black and brown people so they can start businesses, expand their dreams, and um, I'm finding the work to be very fulfilling because we are actually feeding people and meeting urgent needs, and so that's very exciting. My name is uh, Merton Simpson, and with Ruth Foster, I'm co-chair of the Sheridan Hollow Alliance for Re Renewable Energy. But I'm a long-term, you know, community activist. I was formerly on the uh, board of the Social Justice Center uh, with Vera Michelson for a stint. I was co-chair of the Coalition Against Apartheid and Racism. Before I came to Albany, I was with the Patrice Lumumba Coalition. Uh, based on the energy that we had tonight, though, I recommend Codex Esoterica. There's a lot of knowledge that really explicates the ancient wisdom with modern science. And the more you understand, the more the connectivity exists, uh, the better we're able to move forward. I don't use pronouns per se, but I embrace the South African concept of Ubuntu. I believe uh, as a humane being, 
that we're all together, so I am, so you are. And I believe in connect connectivity rather than separation. In your opinion, what are key steps community members can take to actively participate and support the climate justice movements in our area? Well, of course, support all of these wonderful activists and organizers and their organizations, of course, step one. Because here's the thing, the folks who are most directly impacted by climate change, who happen to be globally, black and brown folks, uh, folks without access to wealth, uh, folks in marginalized climatic environments, equatorial and island environments, urban heat islands, farm workers, also happen to be not only most at risk, but often having the cultural and scientific knowledge of how to solve the problem. For example, there's absolutely no way we're gonna be able to feed the world without destroying the planet, without harnessing the wisdom of the campesinos, the paisans, the indigenous farmers from around the world, who have for millennia figured out that very delicate, beautiful balance of how to make sure we get all the calories and nutrients that we need out of the earth, but that it continuously regenerates, right? And so if those folks, if our communities are left out of the conversation, it's really impossible to chart a way forward. I recommend belonging to a CSA farm with a regenerative agricultural bent, so that's like no-till, organic, so that you can be part of sequestering the carbon. I recommend being part of land back and land reform movements. We really need to make sure that our forests and grasslands and agricultural lands are in the hands of most impacted communities who are going to prioritize earth and community care. And we also need to make sure that we hold our institutions accountable for making choices that lean towards renewable energy, you know, lean towards making the correct policy decisions on the international scale. And so many of us, those of us who are fortunate enough to be able to vote, need to be out there making our voices heard. So I'll actually say what got me, I guess, more into the movement and like, I guess, active rather than just thinking about it and being stuck in a cycle of anxiety and like, oh, you know, what is my future going to be, et cetera, et cetera, was composting. So that's something I would recommend, especially it, I, f I feel like it, again, gets you out of your head and into the world, and it sequesters carbon and does so many great things. Um, and there's a lot of local community gardens that will accept your compost and just so many great programs in Albany and around there. Um, but I'm also a bit of a policy nut, maybe not a nut exactly, because I'm looking at actual policy nuts and they know way more than I do, but something we could do locally that I feel like would bring, you know, Public, sell, uh, public safety and health and justice into the area is close the SA Dunn landfill. Um, there's a lot of uh, refugees who live nearby there. The, the landfill is located directly next to a K through 12 school. Um, and it's, it's terrible for the air quality in that area. So I don't know, that's just one thing that I would really like to see happen very soon. I think that we're fortunate that we have so much history that we can look back on, um, not only how Leah described, but also, you know, our ancestors fighting for freedom. Um, Ibrahim Kende said something powerful that, you know, people didn't think slavery was ever going to end, and then one day it was over. And so I think we need to, you know, not only work to dismantle the system of oppression and white supremacy and patriarchy, but also be imagining what is the future that we're moving towards so that we don't continue to replicate the same system. Um, so bringing it very basic, we need to agitate, educate, and organize. Uh, we need to form communities. We need to be strategic. 
Um, I'm involved with Citizen Action and League of Women Voters, and I believe that democracy is very important. Um, I think there's a real harm right now being done to our institutions that people are thinking that maybe you know you shouldn't engage. Even if you don't vote for President Biden, there are so many other reasons to show up on election day. In New York State particularly, we have the opportunity to enshrine women and trans rights, all human rights, into our Constitution. And so we need to see the government as not that thing or those people, but it's us, little actions every day, educating yourself on the issues, being informed, being engaged, voting, but also civil servants. If you don't like your representatives, run for office. And if you're looking for support in doing that, you know, contact Citizen Action, get involved in the Working Families Party. Um, we are one community and we can do this together. Invest in solar energy. You know, uh, if you're ambitious enough, you could explore geothermal energy. Right now in Sheridan Hollow, we have a pilot project to do a thermal energy network to get off the fossil fuels from the Sheridan Avenue uh, plant and to deal with geothermal energy, which is cost-effective, non-polluting, and the wave of the future. Um, you know, I think for people who are in the audience who are community organizers, I would recommend that you go to, you know, battleground states like Pennsylvania or Georgia and actually organize there. New York State will probably do the right thing. But on the local level, the funds that we send to Washington that come back to us are controlled by the people who are in Washington. And so it's important that this year, more than any other, the right people in control, because if not, um, we could be seeing the beginning of the end. I mean, I, I don't think anybody who's awake, uh, it's lost on them how serious a moment this is uh, politically and geopolitically. Uh, geo so um, again, we have to act with the urgency that's required because we're, we're really at a tipping point.